Worshipful brethren, brethren all, welcome to Freemasonry in seven minutes or less. In this episode, Brother Earnshaw will be reading a paper on the volume of the sacred law. Over to you. Thank you. So theology is an interest of mine, and I'm often looking into uh, difficult theological questions. Uh, for example, um, the Bible. This doesn't look like a theological question, um, but it, there's a lot of, it has a lot of challenges. Freemasons call the Bible the volume of sacred law or the VSL. And this, uh, the introduction of this term was probably quite late in speculative Freemasonry's history. Because of the growth of the craft internationally, many new members were joining who were not Christians. So at a later time, a neutral term was introduced that would allow for more syncretism. It's said about the Bible that there are more unread copies of the Bible than any other book in the world. <laughs> <laughs> it has been calculated that 2.5 billion Bibles have been printed and is also being translated into 2,200 languages. I didn't even know that that many languages. Mm. Uh, um, actually, it, looking on Wikipedia, <laughs> on the world, there are now, in the world, there are now 6,000 languages. Blimey so, yeah, well, I so a, the Bible for the cover one third of everybody. I want a Klingon Bible. <laughs> it it probably already is one. <laughs> the only book that comes near to this is, guess what? Well, no, it's not uh, Chairman Mao's uh, Little yeah. Red Book, Correct. and it's not Harry Potter, but in fact, the combined sales of Agatha Christie's no. books total two, two billion books. No. Yeah, phenomenal. Un unbelievable. Oh. Yeah. Unbelievable. Two-thirds of the Bible comprises the Old Testament and one-third the New Testament. Uh, it was compiled over a time period of uh, over 600 years, and it was still being argued about in 325 AD at the First Council of Nicaea. Mm -hmm. The Bible was written in three main languages, by uh, Hebrew, Koine Greek, and Aramaic, by literally hundreds of people. The result is that many passages in the Bible are contradictory. Even for important events, such as the Great Flood, or rules on whether humans should be vegetarians or carnivores. The content covers the history of the world at that time, prophecies, laws, letters, songs, and sayings of famous people, including Christ. Then there is the whitewashing of history, which occurs in both Testaments. Each camp, the Jews and the Christians, recording their own version of events. Next, uh, there's the problem of translation. Most of the Bible has been translated from the original language via an intermediary language such as Latin and then to English. Scholars nowadays know more about how the text should have been translated than they did 1,700 years ago. Lastly, there is the issue of bias. 
In my book, Freemasonry Quest for Immortality, I uh, allude to Isaac Newton's complaint about the King James Bible, that it had been edited to promote Trinitarianism, where the original Hebrew text makes no reference to this dogma. Mm -hmm. The first epistle of John, chapter 5, verse 7, says, For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. The original Hebrew did not have the word, and these three are one. These were added later. On the esoteric side, it is worth remembering that in the Old Testament, 17 of the books are written by prophets. These are people who have visions or hear things. Uh, in the New Testament, there are also five books. And a second point is that more than 80% of Christ's 30 healings were exorcisms of devils. So does this make Christ an exorcist? I believe that it's important to, both, to study both sides of an argument to come to my own conclusion. For example, climate change. <clears throat> both, uh, it's important to study both the scientists and the deniers to get a balanced understanding of what the situation is. Concerning the Bible, I recommend the following four books. The first book I read was called Putting Away Childish Things by Professor Ranke Heinemann. She raises some important questions that make stories in the Bible just that, stories, not facts. A second book is The Good Book by David Plotz. It's an analysis of the Old Testament from a Jewish perspective, and it's quite funny in, in parts. And I'm hoping he writes a similar book on the New Testament soon. The third book I recommend is Myths of the Bible by Professor Gary Greenberg, who compares Jewish history as written in the Bible to Egyptian history as carved on the walls of Egypt. Mm -hmm. uh, the book comes to some very well informed conclusions. The final book, Deceptions and Myths of the Bible by Lloyd Graham, examines the Bible from a pagan and Babylonian perspective to further cast doubt on its authenticity. It's not just the, the Old Testament that is problematic. A recent analysis of the New Testament in a DVD called Caesar's Messiah, mm. the conspiracy to invent Jesus, also challenges our current understanding of events. So in summary, does this alter the position of the VSL in Freemasonry? No, I don't think it does, because at their root, the Bible and other religious texts are teachings on morality, and this never changes. That's my 25 cents worth. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, it certainly is an enormous topic, and um, people do get rather excited, and they do wear <laughs> quite strong editing glasses when they read the Bible. They do try and make it fit their own personal narrative. Exactly. But, it, um, 
it's one of those things that the more you read it, the more more things you trick out from it. And you think, well, that's a different interpretation. Every time you read it, you'll um, you, you'll discover something new. I, I own about six Bibles, mm-hmm. and um, uh, one of them, for example, from the Jehovah Witnesses, mm-hmm. they changed the name of God to be, in every instance, Jehovah. <laughs> yeah, it's a small editing thing. It's a small but, thing, but yeah. But in other Bibles, you know, he's called Yahweh, or he's called mm-hmm. the Lord, or mm-hmm. etc. But according to their belief system, it's just Jehovah, Jehovah or Jehovah. Mm-hmm. And this is a very small thing, but it's, a, it's an idea of bias yes. that can creep in. Yes, and. Think of the thousands of editions of Bibles. Uh, I talk about this actually in le- at length in my book, uh, Freemasonry Quest for Immortality, mm-hmm. because in the uh, early days of, um, for example, Tyndall printing his Bible, mm-hmm. he got into a lot of problems with this, um, oh, yeah. with the government. Yeah, yeah, very much. And exactly how to translate words from Latin into English. And... Um, People tried to edit his book to promote something else. And, you know, it was <laughs> very difficult in the early days to know mm. what the Bible was actually saying. Yeah. Mm. As, as far as I'm aware, the first English copy of the Bible was Douay Rheims. It was a Douay Rheims version before the Wycliffe and the Tyndall. And mm. um, the, the King James recalled the scholars from the continent. And um, that pretty much created the demand. And that's where... Um, where things started off, as we know, with the English Bible. Yes. There's mm. a reason it's called the authorised version, because you weren't authorised to read I anything. do recommend people read books about the Bible. Yes. Very and the forms that I picked are particularly uh, interesting. They're not heavy to read. They're mm. not full of theology. They're um, just putting forward their opinions about in- inconsistencies in the Bible. Yeah. And if you do want to have a, an extremely, extremely important historically uh, a, a reference text for biblical studies, the Rashi's commentary um, on the Pentateuch, uh, it can be found online quite cheap now. Uh, it's a linear translation from the Hebrew. Uh, the, the differences between the even the King's James version, but particularly more modern versions of the Bible, they're quite substantial mm. and rather jaw dropping when you put them side by side. They are completely mm. different completely different mm. and that's something that's um, from the middle ages so imagine the difference between a, a biblical yes. era text biblical era writings compared to even a, a modern hebrew version that's going to be yep. quite substantial so yes yeah yeah worth doing a bit of research on well yes thank you for that brother and sure that um that brings us just about to a close with this episode if you have any questions please email on the link below we now part on the square and we will meet soon Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye.